0: Thank mm-hmm. you.
1: Alright everybody, welcome to the Valiant 33 Podcast, live from the Kodak Tower Studios. We're back up here. They changed the locks, but we kicked the fucking door in. We're back in. Mm -hmm. I'm here with Evan. Stu is over in Nippon. That's Japan to you Americans. Um, He went to go track down our one Japanese fan uh, to give him a gift basket. So he's not here, so it's just me and Evan. Evan, how you doing?
0: I'm doing well. I'm doing well. I I would like to say, I I, I can't remember. I'm not even going to pretend like I know anything in Japanese. But I do appreciate our Japanese fan. Uh, I just want to let that be known. And one assumes he or she speaks English if they're listening to this podcast. So I will just say hello and good luck. Ni hao. Ni hao. Ni hao. Very good.
1: I think it would be more interesting if they didn't speak English but they're still a fan of this podcast.
0: They just like the soothing cadence of our words. Yeah. Yeah. Just background There's something, there's something to yeah. that. ASMR.
1: Sure. That's big over there. Yeah.
0: That, they, I think they, they invented it, right? I don't know. <laughs>
1: I, I guess. Yeah. They might yeah. have. Invented whispering. All right. So today we are doing an FCU-centric podcast. They had two games. Uh, one league game, one Open Cup game, and we're gonna talk about it. So, the league opener was against the Maryland Bobcats, and they lost one nothing, which is a marked improvement from last season. I will say, because I think the last time they played, they lost like six to one. So that is a big improvement. Uh, Evan, what did you did you have any big takeaways from this?
0: Yeah, uh, it is a big improvement. That's the big takeaway. Uh, I thought there were obvious signs of a team getting to know, teammates getting to know each other, a team getting to know its identity, figuring out what they want to do, how they want to attack. Uh, communication across the back line, I think, was like the most notable weakness. Although I liked what I saw from a lot of the players as, as individuals. Overall, there were, there were signs. Uh, I had an article up on Valiant33.com for your reading enjoyment, and I think I, I noted that there's there's reason for hope. There's, there's promise to, to this season from what we saw, uh, certainly in the first two games, but even even in that first game, even, even without a goal uh, and the loss in, in Maryland, just uh, noting a significant improvement from last year for sure.
1: Yeah, so off the top of my uh, head, the, the first thing I noticed was that Fotmob and Nisa.com put the line up as a 5-2-3, which I'm choosing to just not believe because that's, that's kind asinine. of That's asinine. Yeah, yeah. That, that's kind of insane. Or if you're going to put it in uh, Tiago Mota terms, that's a 4-3-4. Um, but I'm, I'm assuming it's neither of those because... you. you, you it, there's no way. It has to be like a glitch in the flop mob matrix or some shit. Um, it, it's it, having two two guys in the midfield just doesn't make any sense. It's like when I tried to do my 2-2-3-3 two, two, three, three mushroom formation on FIFA, and then the game just like puked on itself and wouldn't let me do it. It's just, it, it's it, more realistically, I think I called it a four blob one. But I know you in the article. 4 blah one yeah, yeah, you went into a little bit more detail on what, what it looked like to you.
0: Shall I break it down? Uh,
1: you shall, I hope.
0: Yes. All right. All right. Well, uh, I called it a 4 one one There's definitely some flexibility in that midfield. As formations by number like that are mostly just for wieldiness to the viewer like it, it's not a real thing it, it, it doesn't say much about what a team is actually doing just by going by those numbers but uh, I, I do think that formation is is a fairly good description of what's of what's going on uh, so the back four is a traditional back four the one in front of them uh, was Cartagena as a defensive midfielder he did some really good work. I think if I'm going to call out someone uh, for their performance in that first match, he, he's, he's one of the people who, who stood out to me, just for that, again, classic patrolling role in front of the back four, simple passes. Although he did hit a few nice ones over the top, um, leading to one of our better opportunities, uh, but but generally playing simple and um, really really filling in the gaps and, and breaking up counters. Um, so he was the, he had that clear role as the one uh, the wings uh, on the outside of that four were, were Cunningham and Apoku, and, and those two, again, they also had clear roles, I think as, as wide midfielders uh, generally doing, having, having a fair amount of defensive responsibility. They, they, they both did a fair amount of tracking and getting forward. The two in the middle of, of that line of four were, were Elias and Ferreira and that's that's this is like the the, the questionable part of it right because I think we both like we're kind of chatting early on in that match and it, it seemed like I think we said is it a four four two like what what's what's going on Ferreira looked like he was playing really high almost joining diacate so he he's he was the the, the one and that four one four one up top um but it, it looked like on the average, uh, Ferreira w- was more or less kind of playing as, as that kind of second attacking midfielder role. Um, Elias doing more of the the, the back and forth work uh, as kind of a box to box midfielder. So he was he was back with Cartagena at times charging forward at times. Um, so you could call it 4 two three1 you could maybe even call it 442 at times it looked that way as well. but those are the players. Uh, and like I said, it was it was kind of those two two midfielders whose roles kind of shifted depending on the phase of the game.
1: Down in Maryland, they call it, they they call it a fucking four four two, hun. I've been practicing mm. my Maryland accent.
0: Yeah, that's 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 nice, <laughs> Marylandese.
1: Well, so I guess the, the what I kind of picked up on was it's a lot of relational play in the midfield, and you could see that bleed over a little bit into the Manhattan match, but we'll get to that later. Um, it was a lot of long balls from deep, and at times it seemed they were trying to bypass that midfield. And I think that's just uh, a, because Maryland just had more quality in that midfield. A lot of their play went through the left with uh, Darwin Espinall. They kind of built that entire team around him. He was the carryover from last season. Um, so they 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 definitely at a certain point just said and it was kind of windy that game so that might have also had an effect on those long balls but it seemed like it was a a tactical um, decision that they said you know what let's just put these over the top and see if we can get to the big man up top
0: yeah we definitely didn't didn't play through the midfield and i think it was it it was not unwise of us to to play a little bit more of that long ball i thought actually it was it was useful, and we, we did hit some, uh, we did have some success hitting those balls kind of out onto the wings to Opoku on the right, Cunningham on the left. Uh, one of those chances, I think that was the ball from Cartagena, if I, if I recall correctly, landed on Opoku. Uh, he had a, a really good opportunity, um, kind of had a defender on his back, goalkeeper charging out, and um, just, just kind of caught uh, goalkeeper's foot. Um, another long ball kind of from, I believe this was from Shahid over the top to Ferreira early on when he was kind of playing almost along with Diacate. We couldn't tell where he was at first. Uh, that was a really good chance. He had it um, bouncing in front of him with, with, with a goalkeeper rushing out, uh, ended up putting it over the bar. Uh, so those were, those were like the best chances that came from it. But we, we did have other opportunities to just like kind of bypass that midfield. Can we, can we win this ball? If so, okay, we'll 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 attack or set up possession up high. Um, but we certainly didn't work it through that midfield, uh, and I think that was that was okay because because we, like I said, I think it was wise to avoid um, that that tight block that Maryland was setting up in the middle, um, very much surrounding Diacate uh, and, and, and and clogging that space. Uh, so we, we we went for it over, over over the wings, and had some success uh, in, in in trying to attack that way.
1: Yeah, on the left, um that Kavanaugh, Cunningham and Ferreira, when he was drifting out to the left. They had a nice uh some nice little interplay there on the left. Especially late in the game, Kavanaugh was overlapping a lot more than the first half. Um and like I know Cunningham is a player who likes to get to that touch line, you know, run along it and try and put the ball into the box. So when he would tuck in like that, I noticed Kavanaugh was, was pushing up more and more. And for a, a fullback, I, I think at least with the small sample size that we've seen, he's definitely an attacking fullback from what I've seen.
0: Yo, oh, yeah, definitely. I, th- I think that's going to be his trademark. Like we, there, there, there are definitely going to be spaces there. That's something that you just have to deal with uh, when you have uh, a, an outside back that wants to play that way. But, but it also can create a lot of pressure um, for, for your side as well. I think in the second half as Maryland started to get a little bit more and more conservative uh, as the game wore on, we saw him, like you said, really charging forward with Cunningham and Cunningham for his part did, did a lot of good work down that left wing, turned the corner um, on the byline several times uh one time in particular late in the game he had what looked like a like a really good chance i think he he tried to do like a little outside of the foot dink and it ended up getting cut off by the keeper so it was a little bit of a disappointing end to uh to to a really promising attack um not quite finding that that perfect ball but he, he definitely has an eye to um Try to get, get around the defense and, and send balls in. You know, hopefully, uh, we'll we'll have a little bit more success with with those crosses, kind of going forward. Uh, and, and I and I think we will, um, as as we see, uh, we we had some success in similar spaces in in the next game. Although we had more freedom to do to do different things as well. Uh, but but I think that'll be particularly for Cunningham. Uh, you know, uh, something to look out for uh, when he's on the field on that left wing.
1: Yeah, uh I think it, I think I I said to you my favorite player in this match was actually Opoku. Um not just because he got my uh big dog award for the game. His big dog. Yeah. But uh j- just the he was always making those runs uh when he needed to. Uh he did have a chance one on one against the keeper. He just Yeah. Uh, I think it was a foot save that stole it away from him but he yep. he looked very dangerous in this game and i think i think it was cartagena who who gave him a a couple nice long balls that uh, he brought down pretty well um diakate was was um you know like you said before stuffed up by um most of the defense was kind of paying attention to him um but that also opened up some chances for those wingers to to crash in and have some chances but you know, I overall, I, I think uh, I have some faith in this four blob one.
0: Four blob one, yeah, good 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 signs. I I did a little like uh, kind of looking up Diacate specifically. He was kind of the signing that people were were excited about. Uh, very much a known goal scoring quantity in, in the league. I believe he had 13 goals last year, maybe 12 league goals and and, and one elsewhere. Uh, but. Seeing what he likes to do, uh, it, it makes sense the way that we were, were trying to attack down the wings. I think Diacate is a player who will he'll he'll join in 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 build up play in the midfield for like a quick touch. But he wants to if he gets it on his foot in the midfield, he's gonna he's gonna one time it very quickly get get off of it again, and he's gonna charge. Um, right forward and, and push the last man um, he, he he wants to be in that final zone he's very much a zone 17 forward he's going to be in the box looking to get on on the end of passes uh, and I think from his his 13 goals last year uh, I think about half of them were, very, were just in the box um, beating a defender to the ball uh, a few near posts, a few far posts, but he's he's always looking to get on the end of crosses with his movement. Uh, so it makes sense that we're we're playing that way. I think we're we're, we're trying to play to to his strengths. Um, but it was it was a game that uh, Maryland was was seemed prepared uh, for, for for that type of play. So we, we we had to try a few different things.
1: Yeah, he's got cool hair too. We just got to get him um, a face mask like Victor Ossieman. And yeah, then I think we'll be that would be set. perfect.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Maybe a
1: neck tattoo also, because every striker needs a neck tattoo.
0: We do need more neck tattoos. And and to the team's credit, we do have one. And that's that's uh that's number ten, Ferreira. Um, a with, with a nice eagle kind of bird, some some kind of bird the reverse, uh, on the neck.
1: Yeah, it's the reverse Sergio Ramos. Instead of on the back of the neck it's on the front.
0: It's on the front of the... Right. That is Sergio Ramos. Yeah. Yeah. So, so very good start. Shout out to Lou Ferreira for uh, the the neck tattoo. It lends an air of legitimacy to the squad. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. So, that's nice. I would like to see one or two more. I would like to see one or two more. Well, I'll put it
1: out there. I have the tattoo gun in the trunk of my car. I Uh, will not charge. I'll do it for free. And I'll I'll even give you the choice of what gets tattooed on your neck.
0: That's a... That's to yeah. the
1: team. Or, or you. Yeah, if you want to. That's,
0: that's a beautiful offer. <laughs> yeah.
1: It's my peace offering. Well,
0: Don't pass it up.
1: So, <sighs> if you're familiar with this show at all, and then you've also watched this game, you know what we're about to bring up. And that's about the broadcast. We spent an entire season last season just bitching <laughs> about broadcasts. Now, the camera for this game. Fine, no problems with that. The the what, 1080p, 720p. I don't give a fuck. the The angle was
0: fine, but the
1: broadcast. I wouldn't say no
0: problem. I wouldn't say no problem.
1: What, but you, you didn't like the camera it, angle? Too too tight. It was
0: it was it was, a, it was a little bit low. It was a little bit tight. The guy, whoever the cameraman over at the Maryland Sports Complex was I think he took a few smoke breaks he kind of <laughs> left he, he lagged behind a little bit uh, it wasn't perfect but at least compared it was a compared to the MLS here. Next so, Pro camera sure. that was
1: 8000 miles away i prefer Point. this where you could actually Point taken. see the the what player you're looking at
0: yes granted you
1: my problem it. is is the broadcaster himself the commentator now mm. I, I don't mind a homer broadcast most of the time, I enjoy it. I want a little local flavor. But, I'm not ex- – get the, the name of the team right. Like, he called us Rochester FC or something for the first 45 mm-hmm. minutes until somebody slipped him a note at halftime. He's like, listen, it's not the fucking name of the team. Just – I don't even expect you to pronounce all the, the, the guys on the team, their names correctly, because he couldn't even get his own uh, – Team uh members' mm-hmm. names right. He called uh Filerman Fillerman for ninety minutes. But the the actual uh-huh. name of the team that's on the score bug, you should be able to, to say Flower City Union. That and it, that just it bugged me a lot.
0: It it wasn't great. It wasn't great. But it, it could have been like a parent filling in, you know, like last minute, how how the parents used to, you know, pick up a <laughs> pick up a flag or something like that. Yeah. They had someone just hop on the mic. It, it, it wasn't. It wasn't an expert level broadcast, and it's. Um, it could have been better. <laughs> I will agree. All your points are valid.
1: That's it. I mean, I and it, it. I get it's it's a minor detail. I guess to some people, but to, for this show specifically, if you fuck up like that, we're gonna bring it up.
0: We're gonna call you out. The microphone was awful too. He actually like tried to get excited when they scored. Oh yeah. And he raised his voice above like a certain decibel level the and the then Spanish it was just skull. silent yeah, for just fifteen <laughs> seconds. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I right. remember that. So I like up, those mics. I
1: choose to believe that he was saying the he was doing the Mexican thing, like the go he was doing that so hard he fell back in his chair <laughs> and the microphone got <laughs> on oh, Yeah.
0: I like that. I like that vision. Yeah. I'll 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 choose to believe that as well.
1: All right. The next game they had. You you ready to move on? I'm ready. All right. Open Cup game, Manhattan SC. Very important thing to bring up. I know uh, our boy Rick Lewis was hammering on this for a a while. Is that no team in Rochester has lost the first round of the Open Cup ever since the history history. of, of soccer in Rochester, and. They pulled it off 3-1. to one. Um, The lineup was, for the most part, the same. We saw Sanchez in. Um, and Cunningham out. Cunningham out. Yep, and that was the only switch. Correct?
0: That's right. That is, okay. that is correct. That is correct. That moved... Uh, Ferreira out to play left wing and Sanchez joined uh, Elias as like the, the the attacking two in front of Cartagena kind of in the middle of that of that midfield.
1: So what 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 did you think uh, if anything that Sanchez brought different into that lineup?
0: Yeah, so Sanchez kind of so he Ferreira still on the field, but he came into Ferreira's spot. So to speak, Sanchez brought. He's more of a of of a second Elias. He's more of like a second box to box player, uh, which you you could tell Elias got forward even more in this match. That that's that's probably why he had a little bit more freedom to do that. Uh, So he he brought a little bit more more industry than Ferreira, uh, and we actually got to see more from Ferreira with with a little bit more space out on that left wing, with a lower level team uh, as well. Having more time on the ball for for, for Ferreira gave him time to shine. He's obviously a player, um, very crafty with a little dips of the shoulder, swivels of the hips. He buys himself that extra second um, to to pick out a pass. So I really liked what he was able to do out in the wing with a little bit more space. Uh, I I hope to see him out there a little bit more in kind of like a playmaking winger type of role. Probably not one to to get to the corner like Cunningham. So you kind of have two different uh, player types uh, to sit in that in that spot on on the left wing, um, and Sanchez plays a little bit more off of Elias. They both had freedom to do to do different things, um, and and kind of shared uh, those those kind of box to box midfielder responsibilities. One would fill in um, a little bit deeper. One would charge forward, uh, and, and they operated together pretty well.
1: Yeah, Sanchez um, was running all over that field like a little dog. I was calling him El Cagnolino. Uh, they covered a lot of ground between yeah, between the two of them everywhere. they cover a lot of ground
0: yeah i like that i like that partnership for sure
1: yeah um i i liked ferrer out wide um like you were saying he's he's you know a little bit like a mezzala um i don't know I, I i i this whole midfield situation where like you know it it's not really set positions they just go where they're needed is interesting. It's interesting to watch. Um, I think they're, you know, it, especially in this game, they were allowed to do that more because, you know, that back four, even with Kavanaugh pushing up a little bit, but Cartagena, Nelson, Quisele, Shahid, they were pretty solid back there. Um, Manhattan managed to get one, um, but up until that point, you know, they weren't really sniffing around too much. There might have been a, a chance early, um, but after Nerve settled down, they were pretty solid back there, so it gave them some the midfield some liberties to really switch around. And we saw Diacate drop down, I think, deeper than he did in the Bobcats game.
0: Yeah, he did. He 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 definitely. Like, like I said, I, th- I think the same thing. We just saw him do it. I think a little bit more frequently. Like he he's he's smart enough to know. Okay, he, he's always thinking: Is it going to go over the top, or do I need to check to the ball? Uh, so he, he kind of chose that that option to, to check to the ball in the midfield um, early early on in the build up. He'd get it on his feet. He'd get off of it, and then he would charge forward. Uh, so he i think chose that that route a little bit more in this match because manhattan wasn't taking the impetus to to, to press as much um so that kind of over the top option wasn't there same from like we didn't see opoku kind of running behind the lines at all, the, all, all this match
1: yeah he's a bit um, more like reserved we, this match it seemed he, right? he was
0: involved more in possession right like i think on against maryland he was he was really looking to get to get behind. He was, he was really, he's looking for those moments um, when he could kind of use his speed down the wing um, and, and get behind the defense a little bit. That option just seemed like it wasn't, it wasn't there as much. And he was involved um, in, involved in the buildup, passing the ball around uh, joining, joining in with the midfielders a little bit more often as well. Um, So yeah, different, different attack. And I I think it's just the nature of the defense that we were playing against. Um, They, they were definitely more conservative, gave up more ground to us, so, so we saw our players on the ball a lot more in the midfield in this match, uh, certainly, than, than we got to see them uh, on the ball against Maryland.
1: Yeah, overall, I think it was a good, uh, solid performance against a uh, League Two team who you should be beating, and they did. And I can't really complain too much about... I mean, yeah, you, you, no. I mean you, could, you could bitch about the one goal that was let in, but I'm not.
0: Yeah, it was one of those where like they scored and, you know, if you're up, you're up to nothing, you know, the the most dangerous lead in soccer, right? Mm-hmm. That that bullshit line. Uh, you, you give up a goal as the game is, is approaching the end. Like, Is there going to be a momentum change? There was no momentum change. It was just everyone just understood that was like, oops, you know, t- too bad. Let's just we're the better team. Let's just continue to be the better team. And they were. So they stayed they stayed really composed, uh, got another one.
1: Yeah, and then Diacate put it away with uh, taking on. I think it was three guys at once. He just yeah. kind of shimmied off to the side, put it a uh, top net. It was a good. I was right behind that goal for that too. It was a nice one. Yeah,
0: that was that was pretty sweet. Yeah, he took it down like kind of right at the top of the eighteen yard box. He had enough time. They they didn't pressure him. He he kind of faced stared down three guys and just kind of ran, ran away from them and and banged it. Um, he almost looked uh, surprised. Up in that near yeah, corner.
1: he almost looked surprised that he had that uh, right. space to move into
0: it was like it was like you guys really want to do this like oh okay and then he, he just took it and banged it it was it was pretty cool um while we're talking about goals we should probably mention the the first two were, were, were a double from uh elias uh one uh a corner that kind of bounced out from you know kind of the edge of the 18 yard box he took a, a really sweet uh, volley, just looped it over the goalie who was just just a little bit off of his line um, did a great job on that goal and, and the second one was one uh, he caught off of a, a save on a, an Apoku shot uh, who did really well to, to make space for himself um, put a hard shot on net and bounced out to Elias, who who finished uh, very very calmly. Also, to know did a very good job of getting to that space. I think when he saw that ball work over to Apoku, and Apoku kind of put his head down, like I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna wiggle my around this defender. Uh, he he really saw it coming, and he charged for that back post. So shout out to him. Um, for kind of, I, I think he earned that goal. It wasn't just a tap in because he, he really had a, uh, mm-hmm. you could just kind of tell his eyes lit up. Like I know where to be and that ball found him there. Yeah, nobody um, so, was so credit there. to him for both goals. Yeah. Nobody, nobody was, was there, there until and he, was, he
1: showed up. Yep. Yep.
0: Yeah, so yeah, really, really, really super performance from him. And, and besides the goals, like we said, he, he and Sanchez covered, covered a lot of ground in that midfield, uh, made it, made it very hard, uh, on Manhattan.
1: Well, their next Open Cup game is against a little bit higher of a uh, quality competition. It's against Loudon United from USL Championship. Um, I know a little bit about them from watching the USL years ago. Uh, I watched a couple games recently. Um, their stadium is still empty as fuck all the time, but they do have you know good quality players. But the thing that I noticed with them. Was that they are susceptible to to a, aggressive press? They seem to kind of fold under that, and they are vulnerable to to speed down the uh like vertical speed down their flanks, which I think actually plays into this squad's hands a little bit with the speed that they have on the outside. So I think of the draw, this is probably the most beneficial opponent they could have drawn. It's still going to be tough because it's a USL Championship team. Sure, but you know it could happen.
0: It could happen. You're saying there's a chance. Yeah, yeah. I'm. I'm intrigued. I, I. don't know much about about Loudon. Uh, but it, it. It's. It's. It's a higher quality opponent. I. I hope we can just kind of maintain. Uh, good. Good form. You know, I. I I'm not gonna count on. A massive result here by by any means I think it would be uh, huge to, to even walk away saying that we were, we were competitive against a team like this uh, so it's it, it's one that I'm, I'm just looking forward to seeing how we respond uh, I, I I won't be the one to make any bold predictions but uh, yeah I think I think if we can respond well and, and keep this game close you know anything can happen
1: and then their next league game uh, coming up Shortly before that, actually, is Chattanooga, who is right. top of the league. Um, you know, pegged as the ones who are supposed to win this whole thing.
0: The standard um, bears. That's right. Yeah,
1: pretty much. Um, and you know they they they're coming off a big Open Cup win. Um, they're a good team. I mean, they like to attack with you know four or five at once. It's going to put pressure on this defense, but. You know, when you commit numbers up that high, that means there's space in behind to exploit. So it's gonna be it's gonna be a tough match. But again, last season one of their few wins was against Chattanooga. So you know, again, <laughs> there's a chance here.
0: Yeah, I, I guess I guess not to at risk of repeating myself. I think if we can show well here, that would be a great takeaway. Uh, You know, you don't you don't want to start the the league season with two losses, but it but it's two away matches against teams that are, you know, known in known quantities in this league. Although I guess that Maryland team did have a lot of turnover, so maybe they weren't so much of a of a known quantity necessarily. But uh, two away matches is a tough one, a tough way to start the season uh, with one of those being against the team that is is pretty much the favorite. Uh, So it'll be it'll be a tough go. I, I do think this team. I, I don't think we'll see matches like we saw last year from from FCU. There's not going to be five zero score lines. I'll pause. I don't think we'll see as many score lines like that this year. Who knows? Um, you just jinxed but, it. But you, you right. I I I don't want to go too far with, with with any any statements like that. But I see I see real real quality like 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 Stephen Elias. He he's a guy who's always gonna he's always gonna bring it. Like I can see very early on um, that you're you know what you know what you're gonna get from them. I think the defense is is the line where like i'm i'm not sure how how that's going to go because we have seen breakdowns but we've also seen individual quality from from each of those players nelson played um, has played played some really nice balls quizelli in that manhattan Game particularly, I noticed him like getting forward, kind of joining the mid the midfield with Cartagena, kind of slipping in behind and covering for him. Um, so we've seen some interesting things. Shahid likes to likes to kind of put his head down and ping a long ball. Cavanaugh uh, likes to charge forward. They have individual qualities that I really like. I'm not sure. How they're they're meshing as like a defensive unit um, because they, they weren't tested as much against Manhattan although Manhattan still did still did have shots you know for for a team that that's largely inferior they didn't give us much to worry about necessarily but but they had they had opportunities and scored a goal um, so that's the line that like I'd like to see step up in 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 the in these games I would just like to see them be a little bit more um, co- cohesive and hoping we can can come away with a few goals from this trip
1: really a, a success. To, to me would be To see improvement Even if just small increments Leading up to that home opener Because these away games Yeah it would be nice to, to get points on the road Or make it to the, the next round of the Open Cup But really I guess f- just thinking about it From um, Like a growth perspective I would like to see this team You know Coming together and starting to, to fire on cylinders for that home opener in front of a home crowd. Um, and and I don't want to say treat these games like, like a preseason, but it, this is the time to, to kind of work those kinks out so then when you are at home, you're good to go, and and we see like, okay, this is how this team is going to play for the rest of the season.
0: Right, right. Yeah, I think we had a good opportunity to, to, to set the tone here. And like, hopefully, e- e- even if it isn't isn't coming back with wins, that we come back I- I- in a mode where we're, we're developing that identity and, and, and are pretty cohesive as a unit, uh, kind of co- coming forward from here. So, I hope we can still kind of set a set a course uh, if if we're not able to come away with wins.
1: All right. Well, speaking of the schedule, if uh, you take a look at it, um, is there any game? I mean, it's hard to really say right now but is there any games that you're kind of looking forward to
0: you know i would say i am looking forward to the for the home opener uh is is Mm. kind of the obvious choice uh that's going to be exciting to see um i I really i want to see kind of the first one on the calendar where we have a a a good chance at 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 a w um I, I think there there are teams. If, I, if I'm coming up, we have um, that first home game is 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 against Maryland. So I think that actually is is, is a game that we could win. The next one's against Chattanooga. I, I'm not gonna I'm not necessarily holding a hope for that one. And the one and the two following that are LA Force and uh, Gold Star FC Detroit, who who's a new team in this league. Um, LA Force is is a team that is is amongst the beatable teams. So. I think of that kind of homestand that we have coming up after these two two away games, uh, I've got re- really all those on my calendar. I, I guess I'm looking forward to that that Maryland Bobcats game and then the, the LA Force and Gold Star FC games, because if we're going to win games, um, it, we're, we're going to want to take a couple of those ones.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I, I think, yeah, the, those, those four home games in a row, Maryland, Chattanooga, LA, Gold Star. Um, I think if you could just split... You can get six points from those. I think that would be huge. Um personally, I got all the Savannah Clovers games circled. Ooh, who, who is why also, is that Mike? Who is also a new team in the league, but they've they've, you know, shown to put a pretty good product out on the field. But I just have a personal vendetta against the entire city of Savannah. Um, mainly because I have an ex girlfriend who stole a thousand dollars from me and then drove <sighs> off drove off to Savannah. And the reason I know that she lives in Savannah is because she never changed the address from my house, so I get her eight thousand parking tickets a month. <laughs> and it's, it's yeah. and when I turned on the Savannah Clovers game I saw Chatham County, I'm like, Oh shit, I know that. I know that That place. looks familiar. So Honestly, they could lose every single fucking game this year, but as long as they pull out wins against Savannah, I'm good.
0: Wow, it's personal against the Savannah it Clovers, is. Mike. Damn, I had no idea. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm changing my answer too. Okay. I've got Savannah circled.
1: Well, I got special plans for when Savannah comes here.
0: I'll that's ex- that. yeah, that's exciting now. There's 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 a lot more at stake. Oh, there's bad I, blood, I really buddy. had no idea.
1: It's fucking bad blood. <laughs> well, so because we're kind of on the topic of home and away here, the jerseys. Last year they they, well, they have the same jerseys this year as they did last year. The only difference is the the name sets on the back. Last year they were like a pink melted donut font, and this year right, they, they just right. went to the the white block letters, which I do. It like. was like frosting.
0: Yeah, they yeah. were kind of.
1: Which I didn't hate. Loose. A lot of people hated it. I didn't hate it. I just think the white block letters is a little bit more. It's classier. I, I, These are clean. These yeah, are clean. It's like the one thing that I would say though is I kind of want to see little dashes of red put in there. Go full Fiorentina. Go go uh, fucking Laviola on this. Like I, I want to yeah, see a, just a little bit.
0: Well, we we love we love our Italian influence. I, I think the so they they wore the the purple. Black slash purple ones, both both games home and away. Probably because I don't know Manhattan maybe had limitations on um, their kits. Uh, I'm not I'm not sure why, but uh, those those are pretty sweet. I like them. Hummels Humble, is just like a cool uh, jersey. They're, they have like this classic feel, like a little bit underground. Like they're not they're not what the cool kids wear necessarily, like your 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 Pumas and your Nikes and your Adidas uh but they're not like super super obscure they're kind of just hit that sweet spot so mm-hmm. i like them i like them I, and i think i do like the dark ones better but i'll we'll hopefully see the uh
1: really over the, the home ones the... i like the home ones better the the pink i, think, with like the... I
0: haven't seen i haven't seen them i haven't seen them live yet i haven't seen them live yet so i'm reserving i'm reserving judgment i do like them both just just at a glance but uh, I, I did really like those, uh, those dark ones in person.
1: I, don't know, I just don't think the – because they're mostly black, but I don't know. I just don't think it really fits, like, the, uh, the, the character of the team, really. Because it, you think about what Flower City is. They're not, like, villains. And when, and when teams wear all black, you think, oh, okay, here's these fucking badasses. They're the villains. And that's just not okay. what I think. Like
0: we gotta kind of earn that first before we can rock the, well, the, those, yeah. those blacks.
1: No, not even earn it. Just play up the temperament that you're kind of already cultivated, which is just you know.
0: I, I can tell you feel strongly about this, and you have put a lot of thought into it. And I I respect I respect your argument. I, th- I think for you it's more about vibes. I think I'm, I'm going just like 100 percent like aesthetic. Like what I, I I'm going on more of like what I wear it.
1: Well, at a scale, yeah. and you're going
0: on like, how does it feel?
1: Well, I also just yeah. put, put like meaning that isn't necessarily there on everything. So, <laughs> sure,
0: sure, yeah, you are you are known for that. That is true. That is true. I like them both. I will yeah. say I like them both. I like I like the jerseys. I got I've got no problems with them. Yeah. They're a little bit different. They're 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 cool. They're cool.
1: Moral of the story is let's get some red in, in those
0: bitches. Just a twinge, sure.
1: All right, you want to do listener questions? Yeah, let's read them out. All right. Let me pull them up. We got multiple questions on multiple platforms, by the way. And if if you haven't gone to our Twitter, we have a, a link for the Discord, which is a great way to get these questions in because we're on there all the time and we'll, we'll even fucking talk to you on it. So if, if you've ever we'll wanted eat, to yell well, at us. or <laughs>
0: Yeah, that's most of it. It's it's kind of us just like talking about random, random shit and getting yelled at. Yeah. So that's good.
1: Well, all the different teams in town have their own channel, to Specific information on each one. So it's a nice little uh, platform. All right. So the first one uh, from Bryce. Favorite player so far and why?
0: Good question. Good question. That's a tough one. Shall I answer first? Yeah. I like... I'm going to name a few. I'm going to name a few and I'll try to narrow it. It's early. It's early days. So, to anyone who's listening, you all still have a chance to win my affections. No one's a, no one's out of the running. Uh, but
1: First after one to get two a neck matches, tattoo.
0: <laughs> right. First one. Next one. All right, so, Ferreira's number one, of course. Neck tattoo. End of story. But next. Okay. After the neck tattoo is is a close competition. Um, I like Cartagena. I... I have like an affinity towards defensive tactically sound defensive midfielders. And I, and I see that in him. I really liked how he, he he fills into the space. He he lets his defenders get forward. He goes where he's needed. He does the dirty work. And I, and I really like that kind of thing. Elias is hard not to like. You can see his engine. He's very much a heart and soul type of player. Um, I think he's going to have a lot of fans. He might not score a, a brace every match. Um, but he, obviously he's got quality and he's got goals in him so he'll probably score a few more as well uh but I can definitely count on him being all over the pitch uh in in action um and and I I like Shahid too because I really like uh a player who has an eye for for that home run pass and I think he he goes for it I can tell he I can tell he likes that uh if you've listened to this podcast i think you, you've heard me wax poetically about about reesey from from rny who mm-hmm. really liked to just he, he'd, scan, he'd scan that field and you could see when he when he his eyes would like saw you know forward making a run and i see that from Shahid too so i think uh i think we'll have some some dimes um drop from number 20 off of that uh, that right wing there so those are the ones i think that are in my early running but we have 13 full Thirteen goals from Diacate. You know he's gonna join that list <laughs> yeah, really quick. going to be hard not well. to
1: pick him. <laughs> sure, sure. Well, I'm gonna have to go with my official, uh, my first uh, big dog award player, uh, Freddie Apoku, mm-hmm. just because I see a little bit of myself in him. When he got, oh when yeah, he, when he got nutmegged and he threw that hip out and took him down. As soon as I saw that, I'm like, I like this motherfucker. I just do. Like that's what you're supposed to do, and he did it. Um.
0: What was a quote from that from that Mimi post? What was that from Casino?
1: Oh yeah, from Casino. Yeah, you can keep your nutmeg or you can keep your feet, but you can't have both. And you the, can't and, have both, right? And that's just you know that that's a piece of my heart right there. So love it. Keep doing that. And I, but runner up to that big dog award, I want to say was Kavanaugh for I think it was that same game later later in the match he just assisted one of the Bobcats players out of bounds faster than he would have normally gone out of bounds. I'll put it that way. <laughs> Love and, it. and that was just Love like it. hard on your sleeve. Like I'm frustrated right now and this is what I'm doing. And I can also, uh, <laughs> I can relate to that. So I just want to put that out there. He was a very close second. So there's still hope for, uh, for him. Yeah. In the next one, maybe. All right. Uh, next question comes from North Korean pirate. Are you happy with the turnout? And that's uh, so, I'm assuming I assume, t- attendance.
0: Sure. So we had one home match, mm-hmm. and it it wasn't great. So so no. But but at the same time, it was uh, it was it was a USOC match on a Thursday Thursday night was it or was it
1: Tuesday maybe.
0: Tuesday Tuesday, 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 on a Tuesday night. So those matches, they're not scheduled as far in advance. People aren't planning ahead uh, as much. Weeknight games are tricky. So I understand why, but I certainly hope we get more on our weekend league nights uh, in, in the downtown stadium there. So I think we can do better, uh, and I would expect to, to get more. I don't know kind of the maximum potential exactly, but we'll see more than that.
1: Yeah. The, the official attendance that was put out was 751. And I'll tell you right now, that is not how many people were there. Um, and, and it's a, it's like a game that all these teams play. Well, they'll, they'll put out a number and then you actually like see the stands and it's not true. like, Bobcats put out a thousand and fourteen for that that first game there was like 200 people there
0: yeah yeah it's it, Nigh- it, honestly neither was great but to, to you,
1: be you, in I guess in both of their defenses like nobody was at the gate counting people so it's just how many tickets are out there season tickets or how many tickets did we give away with promos or whatever or group ticket whatever and then you just count those and say okay that's the attendance.
0: Right, if you don't have an objective metric, you're going to choose the one most kind to to your numbers, and that's, I guess, understandable Honestly,
1: I'm happy to let them have that, but as long as people know, like, those numbers are not true, and if you're okay (laughs) with that, and we can all just, like, smile and nod to the lie, then then I'm fine with it. I just want to, those aren't the numbers
0: what do you think here so oh, here's a related question for you mike uh wh- what is the maximum kind of potential reasonable potential for if, if fcu does everything right um their advertising their marketing their giveaways their sales if if they do really essentially everything that they can, do, what what could it be versus what do you think is most likely uh, i guess what are your what are your thoughts?
1: Well, I, a conservative guess, I would say you take the crowd that we know was at, that came out last year for, um, for Flower City, and then you add that to maybe, if everybody from R&Y came over, 2,000?
0: Mm-hmm. That's pretty much like the peak potential.
1: Well, that would be. But I, mean, I think that's fair. Think be, that's if fair. everybody, you know, if everyone came over, came over, yeah. Yeah. um, which probably it, won't it's, happen, it, but some will, of course. Yeah, it's it's tough because, like, I, there this market has potential; it's been proven. But how much of that was, I guess, just off the back of the original run. Of the rhinos in the '90s, of you know maybe getting MLS, blah blah blah, but then they did all all the you know they won those trophies and they did all that stuff, so it had some carryover effect. And like, uh, I just don't know. It, it's hard to really pinpoint how many people in Rochester actually give a fuck about soccer anymore. Um, I mean if you're going off of past numbers you could say yeah this team could get fucking 6000 people if they put up billboards and like really market it and stuff but right. i it, it's hard to really take the temperature of of what it really is now because it's different it's just different now
0: yeah i think it it's it's hard and i do we 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 have credited uh flower city for for having at least made a really strong effort in, in, in their marketing and, and their community outreach. And we've seen them at local parades and they're doing events and, and, and they're kind of marketing in some like clever and in different ways, doing doing different things in the community, which is great. Like it definitely shows that they're, that they're thinking about these things and they're trying to come up with um, different ways of, of gaining new fans and connecting with the community. So that's, that that's cool. But I think they're, their challenge and, the, the challenge of teams in Rochester right now is there's just have been a lot of names of different soccer teams in a oh, relatively yeah. short period of time. And there's the rhinos who were big and they're not around, but who is that other team? And that one's a professional team. And, but, but what about this other name that I heard before? That's, that's not the same thing. That's not a, is that a professional or is that not there's just the messaging is, is confusing. Like I don't think flower city is, is being confusing, but I just think, I think it's a, it's people are confused about professional soccer or about high-level soccer in rochester and i think it's just there is like just like a time element to it so like they're gonna have to keep doing what they're doing all all the 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 good things that 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 we that we mentioned they gotta keep they gotta keep doing it and eventually i think it's just the the landscape hope hopefully from from their perspective just clears and they become the team and that name just kind of becomes synonymous with professional level soccer in the area. Um, It's hard to just make that happen with, with all the kind of the different messages that have been out there recently.
1: Yeah. There's a lot of people, especially some old jaded fans in town who would say that the well is just poisoned here. Like there, there, there is a situation where like the, the rhinos or RNYFC coming back was actually not a good thing for the landscape um i don't know i wouldn't necessarily say i'm in that camp but
0: there's also well, it would have been a, i think it's I, I think i think that's pretty clear if they were going to stick around and keep and and plow ahead and and build on what they did last year it would have been a good thing but if they were just if if their destiny was to be one and done then then no that oh, right. that, that is not good so yeah like with with the benefit of hindsight i can say that that was that was not a good thing i feel I feel that's pretty clear at this point.
1: There's also a theory floating out there that the Rhinos winning the 99 Open Cup was the worst thing to happen for Rochester soccer. Mm-hmm. That could have I know ever you happened. That. Yeah. Because the theory is <laughs> that uh, it, it, it brought on this whole false hope of MLS and the attendance waned after that because of promises not kept. Where, if you know, whatever professional team exists in Rochester just chugged along and won their league every now and then, but never really got you know, never even got mentioned into going MLS, it might have been a little bit healthy, healthier. And that's not a very popular theory because everybody loves to fucking swing their dick around about the 99 Open Cup. But when you look at where we're at now, you know it's got a couple of treads on that tire
0: yeah it's interesting if if they if there was never a realistic mls hope would rochester just have been like a pittsburgh mm-hmm. or or an indy 11 would we have just been another one of these teams a solid uslc level team we know who we are we every now and then pop up to to fight for a championship at our level and and we could enjoy going to games with couple thousand fans and we, we'd, we'd have that forever more who knows would that be better I don't think anyone would trade that 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 mo- that special moment but um, it might be different right now that's it's uh, cool.
1: hmm. interesting theory all right interesting theory. next question comes from Parma John can you guys be more like shock jocks and start a radio war with another show maybe give out DVDs too. Sure. Yeah, pick them. will start. A hit the war. hit the laser
0: button, Mike. Hit us. <laughs> hit, hit, hit hit the sound effect of your choice.
1: Oh, shit, no, I don't have it. Try it point.
0: out. T- test it out.
2: Are you challenging me?
1: He sounds like he's a big fan of like classic radio shit, like the War of the Roses thing, where they, you know what that is? No, the war. You don't know War of the Roses? Oh, okay. They, they do it on, like, 98BXY and shit, or, like, KISS FM. Basically, like, a, a radio host calls, like, a guy or a girl and says, like, oh, you know, you could send flowers to somebody for free on us, or, you know, we got this limo, and we got a date set up. Just, you know, tell us who you want to invite. And then they, they never pick, like, their boyfriend or girlfriend. They pick, like, their side piece. But the boyfriend or girlfriend is on the phone. So when their partner says a different name, they freak out. It's like a big setup thing. And it's like the corniest thing ever because they're always yeah. fake. It's not real at all. And this kid I used to work with actually, his name was Vietnamese John, and he always thought they were they were real and he would like lose his shit laughing like thinking that somebody got caught out. And he was just, like, a huge simpleton. Like, he just couldn't fathom that somebody (laughs) wrote this. And I'm actually, like, really jealous of him because, like, his life is is way happier than mine just being that simple.
0: Sure, sure. Yeah, you know, I – so I'm not familiar with this, but, like, I used to watch, like, Howard Howard Stern – or listen to Howard Stern. Mm -hmm. Uh, Right, and I remember some some good – like the prank phone calls they would do like what was that Sal who used to do the prank phone calls those those are pretty great like we could we could add that to our our repertoire
1: oh a couple prank calls fuck yeah dude
0: yeah yeah uh, well let's we'll think about that let's let's take that one back take it back to the team we'll take it back Parma
1: okay all right next one comes from Dan Morris and he asks is it true you eat your own boogers to survive
0: Mm.
1: I don't know about you, Evan, but...
0: Who was he referring to? Just,
1: like... I think just the, the general you, like all of you. V33 podcast, yeah, got yeah. as a whole. We actually eat our own boogers, like, each other's boogers.
0: Yeah, well, it's, like, a community thing. Like, I, you contribute, like, take a penny, give a penny. Yeah, we we twist. Like, all...
1: we twist arms like we're on a date and eat our boogers.
0: Yeah, yeah, so, there's that.
1: All hold on. uh, I got another question coming in from Discord. All right, this one's kind of – well, it's definitely soccer-related, but it's kind of what we touched on before. What is the best formation for the team or best tactics? After seeing some around the league, what are updated predictions – and then after that is compare Nisa to a European league or MLS comparison for
0: each team. Okay.
1: There's a lot there. Just so, go with the first part first.
0: There's a lot there. So best formation, there 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 is no best, but I will say I think what we're doing I the players in the right places like like I I don't see anyone out of out of place. The best formation is what maximizes you know, the, the talent on your team. Um, so I'm, I'm assuming coach Jordy Sullivan, uh, you know, is, is picking the guys who he thinks are the best and no one looks like they're, they're, they're out of place. In fact, I think the, the one, you know, notable adjustment from our first match to second match was, was moving Ferreira out wide. And, and I think we got a little bit more from him um, again, different level of competition. So uh, it was more or less the same formation, but, but I think he found a way to, to, to maybe maximize it or at least, uh, another option, so I don't know what the best is, but 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 I, I like what we're doing.
1: I think the best formation is my two-two-three-three three mushroom formation. I would just I would love mm. to, to, to finally see that in action. Which, by the way, the two-two is two sets of center backs, so it's wow, it is revolutionary. maybe not yeah. in a good way, but
0: <laughs> that's something. I don't know. I just I, yeah. I'm,
1: I'm curious to see if if they because uh, we were told that. the the main, I guess, ethos of the team is to push it wide and, you know, cross it into the box, kind of knock it around, see what happens. Um, I want to see if, you know, they stick to that all season. Um, First of all, you know, if it's working, obviously they're not going to change it. But if it doesn't, what do they change to?
0: What do they change? Well, so uh, one... One of the the reason this, like, like I said, this I don't mean this formation ex- essentially, but like I like this th- this cast of players that that I am you know nominally calling a four one four one, because I think you have tactical some tactical flexibility like built into it. Elias can can just as easily drop in to you know uh, playing alongside Cartagena in, in, in a double pivot. Ferreira can just as easily push forward to play as as a second striker or fall in the hole behind the striker or play out in the wing with a little bit more space and, and kind of play make from out there. So I think you have flexibility kind of like built in to your lineup, and that's what I like about it. You know, not necessarily where, you know, this guy falls in the line of four or that guy falls in the line of four, um, but, but, but I like that you can do different things from from the jump. Um, so I think there are options like on the field already. And then you have other players that we don't know that much about yet, um, to possibly do to, to, to do different things. And, and we'll learn more about that as time goes on.
1: I want to see Ferreira slipping into that full tauty role if he's going to wear number 10. And he also did try and chip the keeper that first game. So he's always got, he did. He already got that little, uh, that flair in him. All right. Um, after seeing you know, some action around the league what are updated predictions i don't have it's too small of a sample size It's it's one it's one league game one open cup game i don't think i can update anything right now what about you
0: my, my only prediction was they would be better than last year and that prediction in stance yeah they're, so they're gonna no sweep change.
1: savannah that's my prediction
0: status uh equal yeah, to gonna, when we spoke last
1: they're gonna sweep savannah
0: Sweep Savannah. Fucking bitch.
1: All right. Compare Nisa to a European league or MLS comparison for each team. I'll tell you right now, I'm not doing an MLS comparison for each team just because I don't watch MLS enough to do that. But if you could compare Nisa to a European league, well, I I guess what would you pick? If anything, I don't know. (laughs)
0: If I could compare Nisa to a European league, I would choose.
1: Um, Please say what I what I think you're going to say.
0: The Albanian. Oh no. no where Opoku it. comes from? Because he is, uh, you know, he's comfortable in that Albanian setup, so that would be to our advantage. No, I have no idea. I don't know what to compare him to.
1: I would. I'm not going to say it's like on the same quality level, but like for things that happen I'm going to have to go with with my with my fucking main favorite league which is Indian Super League where you'll get moments of chaos but also moments of real quality mixed in and I think it's just it's it's just ISL light to me
0: I think that's a good and honestly like the like fewer teams as well mm-hmm. you know so like the, the the number of teams and everything like that yeah I was trying to think of a smaller league I, I couldn't think of any that you know run run quite that small in Europe um you know that I have any knowledge of whatsoever at least and I know I know there are, some of them have smaller divisions but yeah I don't have a I don't have many many good ideas for that question sorry
1: we'll circle back to it end of the season we'll circle back we'll learn
0: we'll <laughs> learn more
1: yeah all right. Anything else? I think uh, that's about it.
3: Right. Uh,
0: the agenda is looking is looking complete. I think, I think we, we accomplished it. our goals today.
1: Well, I saw the security guard over here making rounds, so I think he's on to us. He sees the light on for sure.
0: Well, I still, I still have my security my security badge still scans, so I Does don't it? worry about it. Yeah.
1: I gotta get with fucking HR then.
0: Yeah, yeah, it, it still so works. I know that. we got that kind of strongly worded email the other day, but I don't think we were technically fired.
1: No, they. Um, yeah, well, because I when they fire you, they always walk you out with the cardboard box and everything. Trust me, <laughs> I, I know.
0: Sure, sure. So, wait, I, like, I think we're.
1: I it think might we're be okay. a situation where they just kind of forgot about us.
0: Yeah, yeah. No one, my stuff was still here.
1: But I mean, we come in after hours. Like, what? Is it? It's nine twenty p.m. right now, on a Tuesday night. It's Tuesday, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. I won't make a lot of noise on the way out, just in case. I, but for the time being, I don't. I don't think they're gonna. If we if we just kind of keep to ourselves over here. Yeah. For okay.
1: those who don't know, we, we pull in off a of state street. We go into that tunnel. We go in through the mail room, and we just go straight up to the top. We don't even see anybody. So it really shouldn't be an issue, but you know, we'll see uh we'll, we'll see what they say, I guess.
0: I used I used to stop in Sandy and HR. Uh we would get coffee together sometimes on break, but uh I have I haven't seen her in a while and I I know she was mad at me. So yeah, I think I'll
1: well, I I'm, think gonna, I'm gonna I'm gonna
0: keep to myself now on. So she's she's yeah. working from home, but Okay, okay, that's probably right.
1: It's all right, we'll get we'll get to it. We'll we'll fucking we'll send a memo out.
0: Yeah, as of now, we're still coming to you from the top, Kodak (laughs) Kodak Tower,
1: tippy top, for as long as it lasts. Which honestly, we should uh, live stream one of the games from up here. We can kind of we can see right down on the field.
0: You'd get a bit of a view. You're right. You're right. We come over there.
1: We'll we'll throw paper planes down on the field with notes, mean notes to the other team's keeper.
0: Me right. We could taunt the keeper from the tower and also send some tactical advice. Coach
1: right, in his pocket.
0: right, right. We can see. We can see how this is unfolding from up here. It's a hell of a view.
1: All right, buddy. I say we did it. We did it. All right. Thanks again, y'all. All right. We'll see you later.
0: It's time for Jared and Katie's War of the Roses call on 1075 KZL.
3: Okay, we got an email from James. He's an all morning listener out of Winston-Salem, and he said his girlfriend is being shady. Uh, something about a trip to New York City that she went on without him.
2: New York City? <laughs> I, Sorry, I know, right? I can't. Every time I hear <laughs> it. I know,
3: right? We well, did get James on the phone. Good morning, James.
2: Hey, James. Hey, how's it going?
3: So, what's going on?
2: Man, I I'm
4: nervous. Uh, I think my girlfriend, she's being shady, okay.
3: um,
4: and uh, Candace said that she uh, was doing this last-minute uh, trip up to New York because she wanted to go with one of her friends. Uh, she was saying that she wanted to go see Mac DeMarco or somebody like that play, and uh, when I am out of the f- that weekend, I see her friend.
3: The one that's supposed to be in New York City with her?
4: Exactly.
2: Oh, what a coincidence. Mm-hmm.
4: You know, like, she says it was a great trip, and she's telling me all about how much fun it was to get to finally spend some time with her friend. I think it's, I think something's going on, man.
2: So, wait, hold on, I'm confused. So did she, this is, you saw the friend after the trip ha- trip happened, or you saw the friend no, while, while she... It
4: was, while it was happening.
2: Okay, and you didn't say anything to the friend at all. Did you talk to her? Or...
4: No. Nope.
2: Okay. Wow.
3: Okay. Well, yeah, That is. there's obviously something going on. Yeah. What it is, we don't know. Um, we'll do the call, okay?
4: Yeah, I appreciate it.
3: All right, hold on one second.
2: Hello? Hi, may I speak with Candace please? This is her. Hi, Candace. My name is Hannah and I work for here in Greensboro. And um, I just wanted to give you a call and let you know, because you are a very valuable customer with wireless, you have just won a romantic getaway for two, all expenses paid. my God. Are you serious? Yeah. Yeah. It sounds too good to be true, but I promise you it's really our way of saying thank you for being such a loyal, uh, valuable customer to wireless. And we've partnered up. We're the travel agency, and we've partnered up with and so once a year, we like to pick a deserving, um, pretty much an MVP, if you will, and send them away as our thank you. Oh, my God, <laughs> this is so cool. I know, I where, know. It, Where's it, the trip to? Well, that's the thing. You get to pick where you want to go. It's anywhere in the continental U.S., and, again, it's a romantic okay. trip for two. Since we already have all of your information, we, we're partners, so they didn't sell it to us or anything, but um, we already have all of your information, so we just need the name of your travel companion. Again, a, a romantic trip for two. Oh, my God, this is so crazy. Um yeah, um Cade. D- I'm sorry, did you say Case? Ch- Cade. No, we just This is so crazy. We just got back from this fabulous romantic trip to New York and
4: we okay. were just talking about wanting to go hiking together somewhere like in Sedona or Utah or something. So
2: this is so perfect.
4: I oh, can't believe it.
2: Good. Well, this sounds like a good year. Okay, so Cade. Does K is it K no, A D E? No, with a C. C. Okay. And C-A-D-E. La- last name?
4: Cade. You've yeah. got to be f- kidding me. Hello? James, is that you? So that's why you were going up to New York, huh? Oh, my God. Why is... No, no, no. I was going... To... I went to New York with Missy. I told you. We went to see a dog. Yeah, that's... I just what? heard you. And I saw her while you were supposed to be up in New York with her. Look, I was okay. We were supposed to, we were supposed to go together, and something came up with her at the last minute. She you, temple, so I just... you are cheating on me with my brother. That's not true. That's not what it. It's not what it sounds like. I promise, James. I. Oh my God. We were fighting, and he wanted to give me some advice and some insight. So that I can see things hear from your perspective, and he just happened to be going out there at the same time for business. I swear. Yeah, I don't. I don't want to hear it, Candace. I swear. No, it's not Jesus. what. It, I swear to God, I promise you. You're cheating on me with my brother. Look, I'm sorry. I have to. I have
2: to go. Okay. We'll talk about this later. So, his brother.
3: Cade is your brother? Yeah.
2: Oh my god. That took a turn I did not see. No.
3: It's not good. So, and then you you confronted her and she said no, it was Missy and then only when you said no, I saw Missy then she said we were just up there at the same time type of thing with Cade. Yeah. Uh-huh.
2: D- did you suspect your brother Ooh. or did you just expect it to be anybody?
4: I had no I just knew that something was up. Look, I, uh, thank you, because I was thinking about getting a ring, and obviously I'm not now. Um, but I think I need to just kind of, like, process this, so thanks.
0: Are you going to call your brother and confront
3: him?
4: Well, I'm not going to call him. I'm going to say it face-to-face to him.
0: i a piece of sh- If you suspect your significant other is cheating, email Katie at 1075kcl.com.